Today's share in Mishnah Buriyomi is Daf Ayin Vav Omid Beis. And we're in the second volume of Mishnah Bura in Simon Kuf Ayin Dalit. And we had begun Sif Zayin yesterday, and the Mechaber tells us the following halacha, that if a person drinks water during the meal, or other beverages during the meal, the bread also exempts that from having to make a bracha rishon on it. That was the first opinion that the Mechaber brought down. Then at the end of yesterday's year, we brought down a Yesh Omrim. This was brought down in the name of the Rashba and the name of the Raivid. That you do have to make a bracha on water that you drink during the meal. It's not exempted by the bread. And that's what we left off in yesterday's year. And now we begin on the very top line, Ayin Vavam and Beis, and the Mechaber brings down a third opinion. He says, If you have a glass of water in the middle of the meal, then you want to have another glass of water, you have to make another shahako. This stoma, he says, the default position is, that every glass of water that you have is considered a separate entity, and you have to make a new shahako on this. Mishnabur explains in Sifkotan Lamid Dalid, the according to this opinion, we're only talking here about water, that we say, that he changed his mind, so to say, and he's going to have another glass of water. Then he changed his mind and says, I'll have another glass of water, that you have to make a new shahakal on each glass of water. Because a person only drinks water for his thirst, not really part of the meal. However, I will be sheikhor with beer, or made vash, a beer made out of honey, or other beverages like this, we don't say that each separate glass of that beverage is considered like a new entity and that he has to make a new bracha. And everybody agrees that in this, for example, a glass of beer, so that he'd have to make one bracha, but then if he had two glasses of beer, he wouldn't have to make a separate shakal on the second glass of beer. However, the Mishnah Bura says, for other beverages that aren't like beer or mead honey, of licorice, the domain. Now, this licorice over here, I don't think is anything to do with what we call licorice today. And if you look in the Targum at the bottom, it says that this is something called a shush, which means shoresh motok, hamantikis amashki, some sort of a sweetening agent that is put into liquids. She'en shosim kinlet small, and you only drink these for the purposes of quenching your thirst. Dinam kemomayim, they have the same halachic status as mayim, according to this opinion, that you'd have to make a separate bracha on each and every glass that you'd have during the meal. So we have three opinions over here. The first one is that you don't make any bracha in the middle of the meal, the bread exempts it. The second opinion was you make one bracha the first time you have this water, but you don't have to make it on each additional glass of water that you have. And this third opinion that says you have to make a separate bracha, shahakal, on each glass of water that you have during the meal. How do we paskin? So the Mechaber brings down in the name of the Rosh, in the name of the Hago, and the name of the Hagos Maimoni as well, that Harotzel is stalic mina sofik. If somebody doesn't want to be involved over here in this sofik, should or you should not make a bracha. The best eitz is Yeshev Kodim Natila Bimakum Sudaso. Before he sits down to have the meal, he should have a glass of water before the meal in the same place that the meal will take place. Make a shahakal on that, Vyavarech Al Das Lishtos Besok Sudaso. And have in mind that this will potter any other drinks of water that he'll have during the meal. Everybody agrees if it's before the bread, you have to make a shahakal on it, so there's no controversy there. Everybody agrees that if you have in mind that you're in the same place and at the same location that if you have more than one glass of that item you don't have to make a separate shackle each time when you had in mind at the beginning that you would have all the other glasses of water that you'd have would be exempted by this shahakal. So this way, there is no suffix, there is no controversy, you don't have to worry that you're going against an opinion, there's no problem. That's the Eitzah that the Mechaber says one should follow. Let's look at the Mishnah Brewer and Sivkot Lamed Hay. 
He says that you have to do this before the Natila, before you wash your hands of Natila Zedayim. Because if you already washed your hands for Natila Zedayim, the Lach and Natila, and Lo Lahavsik, Mishriya Smashim Shurushus. You're not allowed to go make a Shahakol in between Natila Zedayim and Hamotzi Lechem and Oretz. So have this glass of water before you wash your hands until as you die. I we said before of Havdolah the Sifdalit shiny. We said in Sifdalit that you're allowed to make Havdolah technically between the Tilas and saying the Hamotzi. And the answer there we gave Mishum Daosu Lechol called the Havdolah because the person's not allowed to eat anything before Havdolah. So the Havdolah serves, so to say, as being part of the meal. Sivkat and Lam involved. The Mishnah says you have to do this in Makom Sudasu, in the place that you can have the meal. Below Yishan and Makom, don't switch places. If you go to another room or another area, then you can have a problem. The Bishinim Makom. If you change your places, Tzorach Levar Shainis, you have to make a brach on the new glass that you're going to have in the new place, Kishishosha Acharkach, that you're going to drink afterwards. Kimavur, the Simon Kufayin Ches, like we'll learn in a couple of days in Simon Kufayin Ches. Vimkain, Lotikin Klum. So therefore, if you do, if you follow that halacha, so you haven't gained anything by making the shahakal up front before the meal starts, if you can have the rest of the water or the rest of the meal in a different room. The issue for number 38 brings down. If you go and change from room to room in the place that you're going to eat, so the Bir Halacha in Simon Kufayin Ches brings down, Then there's a concern you shouldn't do that because you're going to run into a suffix with certain brachos. Unless you specifically had in mind that I'm drinking this here now, I'm also going to have a drink in the other room. If somebody wants to be lenient on this and not make another bracha anyway, there are opinions that say you don't have to make a new bracha and you can rely upon them. He says, Nevertheless, certainly, you should try not to do this, because this will run into problems over here with having to make an unnecessary bracha. And if one room can see the other room, then certainly then certainly there's no problem over here and you don't make another bracha. Mishnah Burin Sivkat Laman Zayin says, and you'll make the bracha up front before you wash the Tila Sidaim in that place that you're going to have the Suda. You have the glass of water first, and that will exempt all the other glasses of water in the meal. Because of Achronim, Mishnah Burin brings down the name of many Achronim, the Yazar Lishtos Pochs Revius. When you have that initial glass of water, don't drink a Revius. Have less than two and a half ounces. The Yishter Revius, if you're going to have a Revius, Lo Yoel Klum Batikuno, then this whole Eitzah doesn't help. Because once you drink a Revius, somewhere again between 2.8 and 5.1 ounces, the Kone Specific Brocha Achrona, Alamashkin Weilu. Now you're running into the problem. Do you have to make a burn of after that? Because the Evshur, the Ein Biachasamazel Potrasso, because there are opinions that we've already discussed in previous Shurim that say that the benching can't exempt something like that, and then you'd run into the question, should I or should I not make a bar of Fashos? If you drink a, a Revius, then you have that Shiloh. If you drink less than a Revius, you don't have that problem. And even though you drink less than a Revius, there's no problem with that exempting any other glasses that you're going to have during the meal. And the Mishabur continues, he says, the Ein Shayachim Lesudum, he came in Shoshosa called Natila. There is a question whether the benching can work over here because the water that you drank before the benching wasn't part of the meal. So if you had enough that you drank that you were chayiv in a bracha chrona, the benching may not be able to cover it. Okay, and the Mishaburah concludes, and he says, If you're going to bench on a glass of beer, then you don't have any problem, because after you bench on the glass of beer, that would be a kosher bracha, you're going to drink the beer, and you're going to have to drink, enough, and if you drink enough that you have to make a bracha chrona, the beer has burned a fashos rabos that you're going to make on that glass of beer, then it can also exempt certainly the water that you drank before the meal. So if you're going to make 
you're benching on a glass of beer, then it's not a problem as well. Mr. Bruin Sivkat Maman Ches explains, An alternative etza to get around this problem is to have somebody else who's just having a glass of water have in mind to be motzi you. So this way, if in fact you are required to make a bracha, you would just yossi with his bracha. And if you weren't required to make a bracha because the bread exempted you, so no problem, you answered amen to his bracha. This is, in fact, an etzah that you should always use whenever you're in a doubtful situation, should you, should not make a bracha, if somebody else has to make the same bracha. So, even though we pass in Suffolk brachas l'hakla, you wouldn't make the bracha yourself, but you can be say the concept of having to make the bracha by listening to somebody else who's obligated in the bracha. That's a good etzah in, in general whenever you have a Suffolk in brachas. Bottom line is, how do we now paskin? So the Ramah brings down Hagah, Vaminog, Kisvara, Harishona. The Ramah says we paskin like the first opinion that we brought down in yesterday's share, that we mentioned at the beginning of today's share, that in fact the Hamotzi that you make does exempt all the other drinks that you're going to have during the meal from having to make a bracha Harishona on them. Why is this? So the Mishnah Bruin Sivkat Lamates explains, Vatam Kidileo. We've already explained the reasoning for this as earlier. Because in general, people don't just eat, they always drink with their eating. And therefore, any beverage that comes along with the meal is considered part of the meal. It's considered a significant part of the meal, and it doesn't require its own bracha, the bread can exempt it. The issue footnote number 40 bring, 41 brings down, do we apply the same thing when you have a mazonos? So it says, Lenin shesia, impasabob kissin. If you have a pie, or if you have any of the different definitions we said of pasabob kissin in, in the previous shiur. So it brings down from the shelos of chuvos, ha'elevel chol shlomo, she'ein omrim sha'pasabob kissin poteris ha'samash kemi bracha. We don't say if you have a, uh, a, a pastry, and then you have a glass of coffee, that you don't have to make a shakol on the coffee. You do, in fact, have to. Why? Because this is called a temporary or a transient type of eating. So we never say in that situation, we don't say in that situation that you never eat without drinking. In fact, people do have a snack without drinking necessarily, and therefore this rule doesn't apply. So whenever you're having a pastry or mazonos, so then you do have to make a bracha rishona on whatever beverage you're having. Now we continue back in the Mishnah Brewery. He says, what about liquor? In regards to hard liquor or schnapps or something like that, he brings down that there are achronim, and the Chavetz Chaim in Sivkot Memalov says is the Marshal, Maimah Mordechai, the Lechem Chamudos, and the Lavush, and also the El Yerabah. They all hold, Mishnah Buru brings down all these achronim who say that if you have liquor during the middle of the meal, you do have to make a bracha on it. It's not exempted by the bracha on the bread. Because you're not drinking it like you are with other beverages that you're drinking because you're thirsty from eating the meal. And therefore, they're not really considered part of the meal, this liquor, and therefore you have to make a separate bracha on it. That's according to the Yisachronim. However, the Mishabur brings down, the Mogin of Rom disagrees, and he writes, the If you have a glass of schnapps in the middle of the meal, you have some liquor, you do not have to make a separate shakl on it. Because the purpose of that liquor during the meal is to stimulate your appetite as well. And that's also called being part of the meal, and the bread can exempt the bracha rishona on the liquor as well. The issue footnote 42 brings down, even if you're not drinking it for real meal purposes, but you're just making a lechaim. Somebody has baruch Hashem a simcha, and he takes out a glass of liquor in the middle of the meal to make a lechaim on the simcha. So he brings down from Al-Yashiv Zatzal, as well as Revazah Zatzal, She'en Levarach According to these opinions, you do not make a separate bracha, even though you're only making it for lechaim. 
hold the sof sof because the bottom line is that the liquor will spur and stimulate your appetite. And therefore, it's considered as something that's coming as part of the meal, and the bread can exempt it. Mishabur continues and he says, He says the same Allah applies if a person brings out fruit to the table to enhance your appetite. If you have, for example, pickled lemons, or pickled olives, or salted olives, or which are basically pickles. The Tagum here in the fifth note says, pickles, or anything else like this, that their purpose over here is to stimulate your appetite, as opposed to, not like, as opposed to if you take out an apple in the middle of the meal, that's not part of the meal, you would have to make a separate bracha, bar on the apple, but these types of Paris that we just mentioned are there to stimulate the appetite, and therefore they don't require separate bracha, they're considered part of the meal, and the bread will exempt them. And the Mishnah says, And there are other Achronim that hold like this as well. Included in this group, he brings down the Sharetzion, Os Memdalid, the Graz, in his Siddur, the Chayodom, the Mogin Giborim. Although, for the Mogin Giborim, there is a discussion as to when he holds that this is true. Now the Mishnah says, The Mishnah says, if you want to really look at it correctly, in truth, he says that it would be best to hold like the Mechaber in regards to the Shar Mashkim, which is the Yavarech HaMa'at Mehayayin Sraf Kodim Netila, Adas Liftor Ma'ashiyishter B'Sol Chasuda. If you want to get around any controversy, do the same thing that the Mechaber said. Have a little glass of the schnapps or the liquor before the meal, and this way you'll potter any additional drinking that you do during the meal. Because there are multiple opinions over here as to what you should do. However, the Velt doesn't pask in that way. The Velt paskins and doesn't make a bracha. And there is a reliable opinion, as we brought down, that you can rely upon not to make a bracha rishona on the liquor that you have during the meal. Then the Mishmur says, This is all true if you're having the liquor during the meal. So if you're having the liquor right after the meal, when you're not eating anymore, the sole purpose of the liquor is to help you digest the food, then you would have to go and make a bracha over here. You're not doing this to stimulate your appetite, you're doing this just for helping the digestion, so the achronim bring down that you would have to make a separate bracha. Mishabur says, The Mishabur says, however, in my opinion, if you ate a fatty type of a food, and now you take a little bit of liquor, to, so to say, remove the uh, fatty, greasy taste in your mouth, so if you do this all the time, then this becomes subordinate to the eating. It's really part of the eating, subordinate to the eating. And in this situation, even if it's after the meal, since it really is secondary to the greasy, fatty food that you had, so therefore you wouldn't make a bracha on the schnapps or the liquor in this situation as well. The issue footnote number 45 brings down it specifically has to be rogil bekach, and he brings down You don't have over here something subordinate being exempted by the primary, unless it's something shirogil laochlo noiko. If they're always routinely eaten together, or if you had specifically in mind at the time that you ate the ikra over here, that you're going to have that tofel to it later on, then it exempts it from a bracha. Back to the Mishnah Buri, he says, If a person has a coffee after the meal. That also is for the sole purpose over here, not quenching your thirst, but to help with the digestion of the food. And it's different than other beverages. And therefore, then you do have to make a bracha on coffee, he says, if you have a coffee after the meal. 
However, the Mishnah says he doesn't think so. That's the opinion of the Chayyadim, but the Mishnah himself says, I don't agree with that. I don't think his proof is compelling. Says the best eight is to first make a bracha on the on the sugar, which Dishu footnote forty six brings down in the Bir Halacha that they're talking about that the the sugar is normally tofel to the coffee. So he's saying over here you have the sugar separately, the sukkar separately bifne atzmo, not as part of the coffee, and therefore you're able to make a separate bracha on the sugar, which certainly isn't coming as part of the meal, and then the coffee is exempted by the bracha that you just made the shahakol on the sugar. And finally, the Mishnah points out that this is all for weekdays. This is all for a weekday. However, on Shabbos and Yontif, none of this applies. Because why? Because you made Kiddush, and the Kiddush is on wine. Automatically, if you made Kiddush and wine, as we've already learned in the very beginning of this simon, that that exempts wine, exempts all other beverages. As we've already explained, the Bofen of Hulael, Besifkat and Gimel, as we've already explained earlier in this simon, in Sifkat and Gimel in the Mishnah If you made Kiddush over here on beer or something equivalent to that, some other Chamar Medina, Halamavar Shahakal. You likewise are making a Shahakal. And that Shahakal, Mimela, Niftar Gamzeh, that Shahakal, while it may not potter all the theoretical beverages you may have, but it will be potter any beverages that you make a Shahakal on. So it wouldn't potter a glass of wine, for example, but certainly it would potter over here any other glasses of beverages that would make a Shahakal on them. So Imanu Shachim, it's Shabbos Yantiv, you don't have this problem. That concludes today's year.